Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like this show and want to make your own? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create. Whether it's music analysts, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, possibly a bad breakup or loss of a loved one? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, and this is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise which may not be available locally in many areas, and the service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if you need. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read through the testimonials that are posted daily. www.betterhelp.com reviews. There's no shame in reaching out for help, so please visit betterhelp.com wide open. That's better 
H-E-L-P, and join the over 2 million people that have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states. A special offer for Life Wide Open podcast listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com backslash wide open. All right, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. We took a little one-week hiatus, which probably didn't do us uh, too many favors because we're trying to stay consistent with it. So if you guys are watching this, uh, we just ask that you turn the notification bell on so you know when we post. And uh, we're going to try and continue on the schedule of doing one a week. Seems like you guys are really liking the pod, so we appreciate that. Yeah, this one should be a should be a good one. We'll get into it, but we got CJ in the hot seat. If you guys saw the title and thumbnail, we're going to base this podcast around the mind of CJ and everything that is, which I'm extremely intrigued to see what we get into because I, I personally have a lot of questions, and um, you guys will get a good backstory on like everything that is today from the root of where it all started, so should be entertaining. But how you guys doing? I'm doing pretty well. You don't look too good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the gallon of water? Is well, that I a sign? Drink a gallon of water. Yeah, you, everyone drinking a gallon of water looks bad, obviously. <laughs> well, I like to be <laughs> hydrated normally. Well, pretty much always. You feeling yeah. good though? You yeah. didn't get in you didn't get into it last night? I feel great. You didn't you, ask, you, you didn't answer my question. I was like, I got into it last night and feel good. Yeah, I did. I did get into it last night though, but yeah. Ben hung out with his girlfriend. I went. I worked out. I worked out last night. Well, you need it, and then I do need it. <laughs> I, bro, it was in the last video. I was like, "Damn, I got a gut." So then I went and worked out. Deleted was, the gut. Deleted the gut. It's all done. One workout. I'm good. And then I went to bed. Smart man. Good, good Smart for man. you, Ryan. I almost went and joined you, but instead I was like, "I'm hungry." And then one game of darts turned into a blackout. <laughs> That's what we were trying we to get pass, to. We can. We don't need to talk about we'll that. We'll brush over that. We'll yeah. brush over that. So last time we were sitting on the podcast, we had Evan on, and things got a little weird. Some of us are sleep deprived. Some of us were hammered, <laughs> and uh, we ended it with CJ saying to Evan, "Have fun on your trip. If you break the dirt bike or if you total the dirt bike out, it's fine." Yeah. And I think Evan literally took that to heart because. I don't know if that was his mission, but it seemed like it. If you guys saw the video, Evan looped out twice. He ended up putting the bike up on this hill, and we kind of showcased it. But, like, it was seriously one quick little slide away from, like, totaling the entire bike out. You couldn't even stand on the hill. You and it was a rental bike. Yeah. Did you guys have insurance? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have pushed it down. <laughs> we the thought issue, about the issue about is it. we were with the owner. Yeah. Oh. So we were with like the owner of the was resort. He tripping? Yes. <laughs> yes. He was tripping, and you know who was tripping even harder? Evan, dude. Why? Well, he was afraid of he heights. Afraid of heights. Oh. He's afraid of heights, and this was like I shit you not the steepest hill I've ever been on, and it, dude, it was so sketchy. It was so incredibly sketchy. Evan didn't even like help up on the hill because he was like trying. To claw into the dirt because every time he looked down, he'd get so scared. Evan, yeah. fearless Evan, dude. I've seen that guy do things that no human should do on a dirt bike. And yeah. he's scared of heights. I mean, I wasn't there, obviously, but just, like, knowing how things get, like, portrayed after, the, like, on camera, it looks steep on camera, which is saying how steep it was in real life because it's always, like, looks so not steep on camera. It was just steep and or like not steep enough i guess um for rocks to still be able to like hold themselves on the hill but it had to have been uh, what 55 degrees yeah yeah like 
Well, yeah. Ryan was trying to climb up to us, and I, I we were trying to climb down to the bike and to Evan. And every time you take a step, it would just spit up a bunch of rocks and hit Ryan <laughs> down below. Dude, or whoever was, was down. It was literally terrifying. Evan was like, dude, uh, this is a rental. Like, I don't want to destroy it. And we we're like, dude, don't worry about it. We'd prefer if you didn't, but, like, this is such good content. It is so entertaining. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the video turned out as a as a banger. You guys will see the other part of it. We went to our friends, uh, Grindhard Plumbing Co. Uh, that was fun. Ethan and Edwin. Yeah. Basically, if you guys aren't familiar with them, they build, like, the craziest, craziest toys. Like, basically, anything from off-road Teslas to baby Barbie Jeeps, like the the... Uh, little electric ones they'll put like 450 motors in it and so we showed up we showed up to this uh their place in the middle of idaho like in the middle of nowhere like we thought we lived in the middle they are out there yeah seriously out there i don't even think they had like service or wi-fi well they had wi-fi obviously they upload (laughs) youtube videos but dude seriously middle of nowhere so we show up and it's like when people come to our shop and we give them a tour like we're just so excited to share you know, like our life with people and, and like all these toys that we built and, and all these things that we're proud of, right? And just like share the excitement with people. That was them to us. And they had so many cool builds that we were just like literally running around for like three hours straight. And they were like, all right, check this out. Hop in it. So then they put zip lines across all these trees, right? Or like from one tree house to this, just basically to this tree above their house. And then they have a few other zip lines across a creek. And we were up on this super steep hill with Evan, and that was scary, but it was way scarier ziplining because I'm like, well, so what do you do? You just, they take out this sketchy, like, welded bar, metal bar that they had with, like, no grip, and it's raining, and it's dark, and they're like, yep, just zip, zip across the, to the creek, other side. And put your feet up, because yeah. you'll hit the tree pretty fast. And you, man, if you fell, this, this one was attached to Ethan's house. So one anchor point was Ethan's house, and then the other one on the other side of this massive ravine, like at the highest point, was probably, what, 50 feet? 40, Yeah, 50 it, was, feet. it was a big drop. Yeah, if you fell, you'd break your legs for sure. <laughs> and um, and they just like, yeah, just go across. Dude, just hold on. That's when I think I looked at, at uh, Edwin, and I was like, dude, you guys are nuts. Yeah. This is crazy. People look at us like, man, you, the things you guys do are so reckless. But I was like, I feel like I'm that guy watching you guys right now. Like, you need to be careful. Yeah, so we left there with quite an adrenaline rush. Yeah, it was cool. That was fun. Besides for, I got, me and my good got, I don't know. Uh, well, wow. oh, you can say <laughs> it. Basically, we, when we were ziplining, to add to the chaos, uh, Ethan's dog, like, tries to attack you. <laughs> he doesn't like he people doesn't ziplining. Like, yeah, it was super weird because I have a video of it, but I was like, Hey, Bjorn, can Ben zipline? Because he's like sitting there barking at him. And then Ben goes and he literally like jumps and tries to like attack him. Not <laughs> it's like, like this furry little him, dog, too. It's a bear looking thing. Yeah. He bit you. Yeah. Bites me. Drew blood. I was pretty worried. Yeah. That's when I decided I didn't want to zipline. <laughs> I was like, I'm good. Well, it seriously, hurt like. When he bit you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never been bitten by like a full size dog. I can't imagine it feels good. <laughs> Dude, because those teeth. Yeah. They're just no, hard. it didn't feel good at all. It's like it, a gnarly bite mark, too. It's on your guys' thigh. Obviously, I don't know if you can show it on camera, but I didn't really think much of it until I got home, and my mom was like, you could have rabies. I was like, is that bad? She was like, you can't get rid of rabies. Like, there's, like, no treatment, or maybe there is, oh, but it's like that. it sticks with you. It's like Lyme's disease. Jeez. And I was like, oh, shit. I, I didn't know rabies was an <laughs> STD, bro. Like, well, it's obviously not. Is, you think Lyme's disease is an STD? No, but, like, I didn't know you couldn't get rid of it. I didn't know it was, like, a... Any disease you can't get rid of is an STD. An STD. 
Actually? No. <laughs> oh. I didn't know the right term. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're trying to say. But yeah, I didn't know that. Rabies stick with like your whole life, huh? No that, treatment. I don't know. So I was tweaking a little bit for a couple days there. But Edwin was like, oh, no, it's got its shots and everything. You're good. I was like, all right. Were they were they apologetic when you when the dog bit or no? Like, Ethan, oh, he he eats, yeah, evil he laughs like, oh, Bjorn. Well, I mean, granted, he didn't I, I, he didn't bite you super hard where you like need to go oh, to the hospital really? or anything. But I was more worried about him making Ben fall off. Yeah, because I was in the middle of like, or I I was uh, at cruising. the beginning of the zip line just before like the cliff or the drop off. So then I get to the other side, right? And Bjorn, while I was going, he was like, I'm hunting this guy down, right? So he is trucking through the ravine, and I get to the tree, and I, I, I like, take my hands off, and I'm standing there, and Bjorn's just, like, coming, barreling up this hill, and I'm, like, shitting my pants. I'm just standing there, like, ready to, honestly, I was ready to just hunt this thing. Because I was like, dude, he's coming in for seconds. He's coming in to finish the job, right? So he comes up, like, Full speed jumps at me and then just was like back to being like a playful dog. And I was like, oh, God. So and that, then you had to hook up to you have to like unhook. I was scared, dude. Yeah. Oh, I was terrified. Hook up to the other yeah. zip line to zip line back across. And yeah. You have to do it I was all like, over oh, again. God, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, and then that's... and then Mike went and he did the same thing to Mike. So I yeah. was like, well, at least <laughs> yeah. it's not personal. It was weird, so though. He just it's only zip lining. Just yeah, the nicest dog. Yeah. I think we do. Actually. Okay, yeah. Hilarious. We got some footage. I don't, yeah. yeah. All right, CJ, how's it feel over there? Honestly, pretty good. I might move my spot over here. This is kind of nice. I like, I this. like it. I like this too. side better. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm going to stay here from now on. This spot does actually feel pretty nice. Yeah, like I'm going to be sitting there huh? next time. What do you mean? What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you were like, what? Really? What? <laughs> this is the CJ hot seat. You know, we want to make you feel comfortable. Ken, bring in the bring in the drinks. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I was going to. Okay, Two so minutes. I was going to say, Didn't you C- prep? so CJ, I have never truly seen you, whenever you're drinking a beer mosa, you're in just a chipper mood. It's it's like almost comical. Like if you have a beer mosa in your hand, you're like, ah, just beer and OJ, you know? Yeah. I'm, I feel like the king of the world right now. Like, I think I'm just happy because normally if I'm drinking a beer mosa, that means I don't have to do like that much like important <laughs> stuff that day. So it's like a day off. Yeah, there's something nice you know? about that. Starting the day off, just like, man, this is a chill day. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, we're, I always have something I need to do, but, like, it's something that I, it's not necessarily super important. I Honestly, I wasn't planning on drinking for this. <laughs> Too oh, bad. I've, I mean, I guess I'll have one, but I'm just saying, I don't know. I just want to be on if my If you don't want game. to, you, we don't have to. No, I still will. Okay. Well, what the fuck? Why is this such a big deal? What's going on? We, didn't, we didn't mean for just it to be a big the, deal. You're the guy who loves beer most. I know, but like, what's deal. this thing? Like, Ken had to leave the other room. Well, like, man, bro, CJ isn't even in this hot seat yet. He's already nervous. <laughs> we haven't even done anything. He's gonna like come out with a paintball gun or something. I don't That'd know. That'd be great. Can That'd you imagine? Fun. Yeah. Just shoot. <laughs> Ken shooting, I would need like eye would, protection. I would need to get honestly. Tint and Mark over there would have to be ready because who knows where those things are going? Might hold the gun wrong. I don't know. I actually don't know why he went in the other. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little curious myself. It's just a big build up for a beer most that's all. But yeah. We don't well, it was supposed to be like Ken bring in the drinks and then yeah. he would bring in the That'd drinks. Be so be like, yeah. You love beer mosas. I oh. do love beer mosas. Thank you guys. Ken, you're kind of supposed to have them prepped in. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck have you been doing back <laughs> I get, there? I give we Ken can just, just one them. instruction. Hey, Ken, can you just prep some beer mosas for us? That is true, though. I do like beer mosas. <laughs> <laughs> CJ's getting excited thinking about it. The uh, anticipation's I've, building I've up. I've turned a lot of people on. You to really him. have. I'm not going to lie. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Yo, okay, so you're the last C-boy to be in the hot seat. Is it feeling hot? Yeah. Pretty hot. Yeah, it feels good. I feel like everybody else has gotten off pretty easy. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say is is everyone got off pretty easy, not too grilled, you know, going into it. It's like, well, shit, I'm going to have the other guys just like hitting me with the hard truths, you know? I think, no offense to you guys, maybe this is more of a, a hit at myself, but... I feel like there's way more things to go in on on me than anyone else. Hmm. You like, said it, not me. Yeah, I just, <laughs> like I, I obviously have oh, way Jamie. more. Thank I don't you. know. Thank you, sir. I feel like I've had a lot more. Like, I don't know Thank how you, I should say it. CJ see, what, see you, what I'm saying? I knew there was something to this. You didn't want one. It's I, gonna be like a big ass fucking thing. I'm not one. dumb. No, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I somewhat agree. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I have a lot more weird things about me than actually I have significantly more weird things about you about me than you guys. All right, let's maybe just, Mike is the next closest. We'll just start then. We'll just oh, start. and Ken's kind of weird too. But we get wow. weird. I think we're That's all pretty, pretty weird. Thank you. But I think Whoa, we, shit, as man. far as like opinions, yours differ from ours a little more. Gosh, okay, that yeah, thing, yeah. No, no, no. That's why I said like uh, I'm I'm excited I'm to like dive mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, that's probably a good way to put it, but <laughs> uh, yeah, let me just start with this. All right. For somebody who has such a strong gut, you know, you, you, uh, you once you have an opinion on something, you stick to it. And most of the time. Most of the time, right? And and it's it's one of your strongest qualities, I would say, you know. You can always, like, I don't really question it. If you got a bad feeling on it, I usually go with it. You know, I trust your gut, too. Why is it that one of the most uh, strong-minded pers- people I know 
you can't even decide what you're going to eat when we go out to dinner. You you switch up on like the waitress like four times before you finally order. Like you are so indecisive. Like what where, about certain things? Where does this fine line I think I drawn overthink. in the sand of like you mm-hmm. yeah, but you you don't overthink on certain things like, you know, spending a bunch of money on this house that you guys might see soon, right? Like it was like a very easy decision, right? But then going out to dinner, it's like you give this dude an extra 20 minutes just to figure out what he's going to order. There's a lot of choices. What, where, where does that, <laughs> yeah, but what do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? Like, what, why do you do that? Uh, I want to make the right choice. Because have you ever ordered something and uh, fucking you get it and you're like, God damn it, why didn't I get this? That happens to me all the time. But I, and I think you're right. It maybe does come down to overthinking then. Cause, yeah, but cause I do. CJ definitely has buyer's remorse more often than anyone I, I know yeah, as well. Yeah, I do. Yeah, but why do you have buyer's remorse on certain things, but not not on others? Like, where is like well, usually most people are just like, no, they just stick to it. But it's like you're so black or you're so white. Um, I don't know. I guess the only time I have buyer's remorse is when I don't like something that I buy. Like, um, what's something I have buyer's remorse on? I'm pretty smart. I think most of the things I I I like to think I make a lot of good decisions. Um, but. You definitely like think a lot. Like how about like for example for your wheels, you, you oh, looked, true. you looked, you looked, you looked. You ended I, up getting the almost the I same like wheels. I looked, but honestly, <laughs> honestly, I didn't spend that much time looking. It's when I don't th- think about what I do. That's why I make sure I think and like make the right choice. Because I didn't think that deeply on my wheels. Honestly, I I was looking GTR wheels and like. I'm not trying to brag, but I, I feel like I'm a pretty busy guy. I have to do things quick. I didn't want to spend. I don't think that's a flex. I, I didn't want to spend fucking two weeks or a month browsing around the internet like, oh, what wheels should I get? And then you have to see if you can get them in the right size because fitment is almost more. It's as important as having a good looking wheel. If if you have the coolest looking wheel, but it doesn't like fit flush with the car when you when it's like you know, lowered, uh, it, it's not going to look good. Right. So I fucking uh, typed in Nissan GTR. Like I'm looking at all these wheels and I saw this video of those exact wheels on my car. Yep. So then I went to Fitman Industries and I was trying to fucking find them. Well, actually, there was a couple of them, but Fitman Industries doesn't carry like super, super, super expensive wheels. Right. Yep. So these were like the only ones. They actually didn't even carry those ones in the size that I needed, but I was able to like use our fitment industry points um, and talk to Vossen and I had to have them custom made. And the reason why I did those wheels is because they were like, these wheels fit and this is the spec size we use with these springs for this fitment. So it just made it easy. And that's why I got those wheels. But yes, I didn't <laughs> think that much about them. And that's why I immediately had like the remorse. I was like, fuck, why didn't I get a different color? Cause I literally made the decision like this. That is the that is the hard part about the busier you get, the faster you have to make decisions. So to answer your question, the reason why I overthink things is because when I don't think about them, then I regret them. That was a, so. There you go. That was actually a very long explanation, but a well, well, yeah, well worded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I had some uh, evidence to back there, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's why I overthink things. I don't. I try not to overthink things, but I just I'm always thinking. Do you think there is something to be said about? People that don't overthink or don't think into things enough that it's just like not as effective. Like, where do you think? So, like, obviously, I've thought about this for a long time. If you overthink things, 
it's you're you know like you're it's just good and bad. It's you good know, and bad, right? What but I, if you underthink things, then good it's and bad. Good no, and bad. So right? I actually have a theory on this because I I came up with this theory, you know, five years ago actually, um, maybe six. So it's like if you don't think about things, it seems like you're really happy in the present and you're just doing whatever. But it always does come around to bite you eventually. But do you think that the people that don't think about things also, when it does come around to bite them, they don't think about it biting them where they're just like, I think once the biggest, once something to a certain scale happens, then they think about it. It makes you reflect. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you'll be happier in the present, but long term, it doesn't help you as well. Interesting. It's like the kids in high school that just fucking um, were out like smoking weed during like, and just like during school, like on break and shit, like they're fucking happy or they're not doing their homework or they're not doing the things they're supposed to be doing. You're of course you're less stressed. You don't give a fuck about grades. They're less stressed. They're having a great time, but it always comes. There's always a price to pay. There is. Yeah. And that comes back around later when they fucking can't get into college or I mean, college doesn't really matter, but they're just fucking dumb. And now they, they're at a disadvantage in life. That's very true. So yeah, so if you're thinking a lot, you'll be happy. You're not necessarily at peak happiness in the present time, but in the long run, you're gonna be yeah. you're gonna be way happier. I, I think yeah, your thought you know because you your your though. processes is thought out. I think you could get lucky though, and just like not have any repercussions, and it's like gambling basically. I I think it's it's your environment that you're surrounded by. It's like, well, if you think a lot, then other people in the group don't necessarily have to. think think a lot about certain things and they can, you know, yeah, you can get carried time and get carried, but it's like, you know, there's, if everyone in the group thought a lot, it, I don't know if that would, yeah, it wouldn't be would good. Help us mm-hmm. more, you know, no. cause it's like it, anything that's successful has to have a balance. Right. Right. And it's like, if, if our group as a whole dynamic is going to be successful, well, it can't all have like the same, personality trait or you know everyone being the same right so i think it is it is good to have the balance of you thinking a lot and micah not thinking at all no offense Micah. Yeah. but I, you know, i'm just using you as yeah i guess example, i do but. i mean i do overthink things like when we do the merch fucking presentation or, and we decide what we want to keep what we don't want to think like keep i like look into everything so deep like i'm always like how is this going to look to that person like what does this resonate with them like i'm always just and I do that a lot with like thumbnails. I also do that a lot with like editing because like we might mean something totally different, but then when you watch it, it if if you put yourself in the shoes of someone viewing it and they've never even this is the first video they've ever watched, it's like how does this look to them? You know, yeah. I think about that too. Yeah. Uh, but also, uh, I am terrible at thinking about how I act. Probably a lot of the time, like just normal. I feel like I probably make bad impressions out the gate. I feel like you're hard on yourself oh, for that. Maybe. Like you, you definitely self-reflect a lot about how you not only like portray yourself, but how you act. I do. Yeah. Like I'll like go home and be like, fuck, like, like I'll be like, <laughs> we'll like come home from eating and like, I'll be asking Alex like when I said this, like, did, was that bad? Like, I don't know. I just, that's what I'm saying. Like you're so sure of certain moves and then you're like in your head thinking about it and it's like. It, what's done is done. Like what is? Yeah. Then I then I just tell myself, "Fuck it, can't change it now." <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, I guess if I have the pre- like the time, I want to make sure it's the right choice. Yeah. But also, you have to make the decision. You can't spend all fucking day thinking about it. I mean, yeah. you can. Each word you're depends. Say. Back Sorry. to a little bit what you're going to say 
earlier when you were like you're thinking about in thumbnails and videos and stuff like that how other people like see it i feel like Mm -hmm. you've always ever since i first met you you've had like your finger on the pulse of like what a large group of people like you're very good at like seeing yeah what people want to see and how they want to see it and like what's going to happen like i've always given you really good or tried to give you good uh credit for that and like yeah cj understands like what people want yeah like extreme foresight i think yeah yeah i i guess i did i i will agree with that especially when we were young because like when we started hanging out let's say like really really hanging out like eighth ninth grade you went to like your small private school. You were you were relatively sheltered, and you lived out here. And I had been going to like uh, a public school in Fargo, where like you're just exposed to fucking pretty much everything. You know, like there's a lot of stuff going on there. And I just I don't know. I just had seen a lot of shit, been around a lot of shit at the time more than you, dude. When when we first started hanging out. I looked at you as like a god. <laughs> what the hell I happened? Like <laughs> I grew up. Like I got to know you. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I realized you were just no, an idiot. I like based my entire young adult life. Like CJ would do something like CJ is the coolest kid I know. Like I got to be more like CJ. I was just advanced over you. You were. You were yeah. You, I just like, had CJ been, been up shit. in the streets, you know? Yeah. Not like, that, but like, I don't know. Man, I just like yeah. fucking... No, I remember one time you came, you picked me up in the boat, and you're like, yeah, let's go surfing. And yeah. you came, and you drove over, like, in your in your boat, and I was like, damn, CJ gets to drive the boat. And you had, like, a girl with you, like, one of our friends that lived on lake, and I was like, holy shit, there's a girl on the boat. Like, CJ knows how to talk over. to a girl. You can it, hang out with It really one. wasn't too hard to be <laughs> advanced over you at the no, time. No, dude, I was like a child. <laughs> I was like a child. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, damn, yeah, CJ's like the cool guy. I had it going on back then. I mean, I, I'd still have it going on now, but if I, I didn't, like, carry that same trajectory. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> of, like, I was cool going to ask, do you, I don't want to say, do you think you peaked, but do you think that you capitalized I on. I definitely didn't uh, peak, but. No, 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 no. But do you think you capitalized on your, like, high school experience? Like, do you think you, like, maximized the amount oh, 100%, of fun dude. that I, you could have had? In, I had like, a great time in if high school. I, like, if I, think I was someone, a maniac. If I think of someone who, who just, like. Yeah, did like, all the things that you could do in high school? I, I was pretty lucky in high school because like I, I, I was like a cool kid. I was like popular. For some reason, all the girls liked me. I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but this is just how it was, dude. It was great. Ne- never close the yearbook. I don't talk, <laughs> dude. I don't talk about high school at all. You no, I'm the, kidding. But I'm joking. then on the on the vice versa, fucking had a terrible college experience. Like had a terrible like two three years after high school. So I mean, look at that. It's interesting to hear that. You know, you'll get a lot of people that are like, "Oh yeah, the cool kids will roll into college and they're just a nobody." But it's not like, you, uh, it's not, not always. Like, well, yeah, but I'm saying it's not like you were necessarily upset about that either. You were in college, fun, yeah. You weren't like, "Oh, I don't have." I guess friends. I w- yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a that was like a result of like something else, which yeah. we'll, we'll get into later. But. uh no, speaking of like close the yearbook, dude, I never, <laughs> never fucking look back on high school or anything for that matter. I don't scroll back and look at my pictures. I don't have time hop. I don't like being reminded of things because it's all just pointless. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about that shit. It already happened. Yeah. So I move, move on. You got to look forward. Like, like a lot of people like fucking like go back and like look at their pictures and like old videos on their phone from like fucking just some random Well, I do thing. that for like entertainment. Yeah. See, but, I don't do that at all because yeah. I don't. I don't care. Like, I mean, I used to all the time, but like, I don't want to like look at that and be like, oh, like that was like so fun. Like, I wish it was like that then, but like it's done. You got to move on, dude. It doesn't matter. 
Also, I think a big part of that is being that. So, like, I don't take pictures on my phone ever because I know I'm not going to look at them. I don't take like videos. Dude, and the only time an I interesting take. The only that time is an I take take is so true. The only time I take uh, pictures or videos is for uh, like the posting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but I think that also is maybe a re- like I realized that probably three four years ago, and I started doing that. Um. But yeah, I just don't give a fuck like about look reflect like looking back on the past unless you're like reflecting. Yeah. To learn something, there's really no point. Yeah. You ever watch her old videos? No. I don't either. I mean, I really don't either. When someone looks back or when they were like, summer of 16, we're never going to top that. I like, hate that's that energy. Fun. I hate that. Yeah, it's mindset. terrible energy. Because, exactly. Yeah, because or like, like when they're like, oh, we're peaking right now. Like, why or, Why would you say that? Like, yeah. when people yeah. go like, oh, man, like, this is the, like, it's all downhill for me. Like, why would, you know, like, peak, when people refer to, like, we're peaking, it's like, you're at the top of the mountain now. It's like yeah. I don't know. think anyone actually like says that. I remember. In high I think school, a lot of people. I remember think in that. high school, like mm-hmm. I played hockey, and like a lot of like the guys would be like, "Oh, we're like peaking right now. Like this is the peak. Like like you yeah, know, it was the peak of the like, night. The like, peak like, of the you know, weekend. Like this is the peak. Like senior year. Like I don't fucking know. I I never. I didn't like that. Can you imagine going back, like looking at yourself back in senior year of high school, and being like, man, yeah. Enjoy it now because it's all downhill from here. Like yeah. how depressing. For that most would people, be. that'd be very depressing. Yeah, you like know? how young you are. Yeah, in high school, and then just like, dude, right. I don't even. Rem- I barely remember senior year of high school, and, and like, I yeah. can't imagine it being like the peak. I literally have to like dig deep to like remember some of these things because a lot of things I just pretty much erase in my mind. <laughs> like memories like that. Done. Well, I mean, the thing about. The thing about us is we are, especially when we're trying to produce, like, two videos a week, we don't have time to look back. back. Like, I, dude, I have to think, like, what did we even do the video before the one we posted? I do reflect, uh, we were talking about, do I watch old videos? I always watch the latest video. Like, I'll watch it, like, two, three times. Oh, yeah. Like, maybe four. And, like, I watch it just to, like, see, like, how did it turn out? Like, should I have changed this? Like, I reflect and then I move forward. Like, when we went reckless golfing, I went and watched the old reckless golfing. Yeah. Just because I was curious, like, what what we all do? Like, how'd it look? Like, just so I was prepared. But, no, I don't watch, like, old ones. Yeah. I just wanted to correct that. And you watch it on, like, different screens. Like, you'll watch on your phone, Mm -hmm. and then you'll watch on the computer, and then you watch on the TV. Because I want to hear all the audio sounds. Yeah, on every different type of device and, like, experience of Mm -hmm. it. Because if you watch it on TV, normally the subwoofer, like, kind of overrides during, like, certain voices. songs it'll override the voice but if you watch it on like a phone it'll sound like perfect mm-hmm. and then i also listen to it with headphones on but i do that normally like during editing i'll do like computer speakers and then i also do headphones yeah mm-hmm. all right guys breaking the podcast today to mention a word from our sponsor raycon earbuds there's so much going on in the world right now whether it's stuff you're excited about or stuff you'd rather not think about you can't always control the vibes out there but you can't control the vibes in your head with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Whether you use them to pump up, wind down, work or work out, Raycons are my go-to for on-the-go audio. And now the everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With an improved rubber oil look and feel and optimized gel tip for the perfect in-ear fit, they're impressive before you even start listening. You can get three new sound profiles to make sure everything you're listening to sounds the best with just the right amount of bass. There's also an all-new awareness mode that makes it easy to listen to your surroundings while still wearing your earbuds. Raycon offers eight hours of playtime and 32 hours of battery life. 
There's also a built-in mic so you can take calls on your earbuds at the press of a button. Raycon starts at half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. And they come with a 45-day happiness guarantee so you've got nothing to worry about if you don't absolutely love them. Right now, the Life Wide Open listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash wide open. That's buyraycon.com slash wide open to save 15% off your Raycon order. Buyraycon.com slash wide open. Thank you, Raycon, for being a sponsor in today's episode. Now back to the podcast. Going back to like you overthinking things, like that's one of the benefits. It's probably of, a form of like OCD of for sure. overthinking yeah. it. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, yeah, if you pay attention to the fine details of it or you're like, you know, uh, constantly being your biggest critic in a way of, of uh, reflecting versus reflecting on like the good times versus how could I make those mm-hmm. times better, better to better yourself. Yeah, yeah. you're like, uh, you have like subconscious quality control. Like you yeah. don't think necessarily about doing it. You're just doing it. Yeah. And it's like certain things though. Yeah. Cause other things I'm like very, I don't like, I have to care about it obviously, but yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So basically the reason we're sitting here today and everything that's been created in the past six years is due to the effect of like one of the worst things that's ever happened to you. Yeah. I think it makes sense to just like completely dive into, you know, what happened that, uh, you know, basically altered your life completely and has led us here today. But like Mm -hmm. the lowest point of your entire life, like start, start from the very beginning of, of like the very, First time that that you had like a brain injury. Um, well, fuck, dude. I literally, if people think I was reckless, like reckless, uh, like on videos, which I'm really not. I'm probably like the most tame, just because I try to be careful, uh, like protect my head. But uh, like, dude, when I was a little kid, like I was always just like riding dirt bikes. Like I was probably, I was pretty crazy. Like I would normally be the one to like hit the jump first, or like I was in skateboarding and. Obviously, I played, like, hockey and football and stuff. Um, I've had so many concussions. It's, like, terrible. Like, I, I don't even know how many. Um, and I remember, like, getting them back when I was a kid. Uh, I would, I would like, get them. And, like, they weren't, like, as known or, like, prominent back then. Like, you didn't know, the, like, the effects. And, like, obviously, my parents didn't either. And, like, just, like, like, just going back and playing or, like, just going on with, like, my day. Like, I remember one time I got, like, hit. In hockey, super bad. It was in, like, eighth grade. I got, like, I don't know if I got knocked out. I can't remember. <laughs> but anyways, uh, we had the school dance, like, that night after the game. It was, like, a game, and then there's like, school dance. And, like, I remember feeling like shit, but I didn't want to miss school dance. And, like, I just, like, sucked it up. And, like, I was, like, telling my parents. But, like, it was such, like, a no one thought anything of concussions. Maybe we just didn't know, but... At least there, where we're like, oh, just suck it up and go to like the dance. I would never tell someone with a concussion now to go to a fucking dance with disco balls and lights flashing around and loud music. That'd yeah. be the worst, dumbest thing you can do. I've had so many, um, but none of them were like, I'd say like bad. Like it was like it lasted me like a day or two, and you just were fine. The one that actually like really changed my life. It was senior year, and we were playing. It was like the very first like exhibition game of like the year and uh i don't know what i I got like a bad pass 
And this kid, like, just hit me. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but he hit me and, like, uh, like full speed. And I flew back, but there was, like, a gap between me and, like, the wall of the boards. And it was, like, a really hard wall. Like, some boards in hockey rings, like, they have a little bit of give to them. But this one was, like, I don't know why. It was fucking rock hard. Um, and I just fucking flew back. And it was, like, the perfect distance where, like, I went and hit, like, the back of my head on the board. And, like, I, like, fucking lawn chaired, I guess, people said. Like, it was terrible. Um, it was really nasty. Like, what I remember of it is, like, like I was laying on the ice. And, like, I literally heard, like, it sounded like a dial-up internet noise, dude. That's, like, the sound I was, like, hearing. And then, um, like, I couldn't, like, my whole body, like, it was like a wave. It was like, mm, Like, it felt like I literally just decreased so much, like, slowed down. I, like, couldn't, like, move, like, my legs or, like, my, like, anything for, like, a second or two. I don't know exactly how long. And then, like, this one dude was, like, trying to help me, like, get back up. And I was, like, trying, but I like, fucking couldn't. I was falling over the damn place. And then, like, eventually I got up and, like, went and, uh, like, got to the bench. Also, the the team we were playing was, like, Sartell. So if anyone fucking knows who the guy is, Sartell. I, honestly, like, I'm not mad. It ended up working out great for me, but... um. But Sartel, 2015, wait, it would have been 2014. It was in November, and it happened in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota. It was an exhibition game against Davies Hockey. Some fucking big-ass kid hit me, and I flew in the, hit my head on the boards, fucked me up, still fucking have problems with it from today to, to today. But I'm, like, curious who that guy is. Anyways, um, yeah, so that happened, and, like, it, like, really, really fucked me up. Um... I was, like, out for, I don't know, like, weeks, obviously. But, like, after, like, a certain amount of weeks, this still was, like, at a time when, like, concussions weren't publicly known that they're really bad. Like, it was just on, like, the cusp, I feel like, of it, like, kind of becoming very known. Anyways, so, like, like a week or two went by, and, like, you know how it is. Like, everyone's like, oh, you got that concussion, like, you know, whatever. Like, in didn't take it very seriously. I sucked after I came back from it, but at the time, I was probably one of the better players on the team, so, like, everyone wanted me to come back, and, like, it was, like, I was, like, being pressured by, like, certain players on the team, like, like, to come back, and, like, like, some people would, like, call me a pussy and shit like that, and, like, I don't know, it was just, like, it was just a lot, uh, and I didn't feel good, though, so, like, my head hurt, like, when I touch it. Like, my skull, it literally fucking would hurt. Like, I couldn't rest my head on the back of, like, a car. Like, if I was riding a car, I couldn't have my head, like, leaning on the car seat when we were driving because that would fucking hurt. Like, it, it just hurt. Um, and, like, I was super dizzy. I couldn't, like, see straight. Um, just nauseous, shit like that. I'm, like, trying to gather my thoughts and, like, put this in a straight line because I've literally, like, tried to, like, pretty much erase it. What like, you, I don't like thinking about it all. What were you doing in those weeks after the concussion? Like, like I was doing what the, they were telling me to do. But what were you, like, what? what I was you, just nervous. Like, I wanted to get back because it was, like, I had worked so hard. And I was, like, finally, like, the first line, like, starter, like, of the team. And I was, like, going to do good. Like, I wanted to do good. At the time, like, it always seems like in high school that, that was, like, the most important thing. Like, you know, playing hockey or whatever. Right. Uh, after the concussion, though, like... Besides for it hurting on the back, did you have any other uh, yeah, symptoms? Yeah, it constantly like- hurt. I was, like, dizzy. Um, 
it it just didn't feel right. I did not feel right. That's all I really remember is I really did not feel right. And I would like tell the athletic trainer, um, like I don't feel right, you know. And he would he was like the only person that was like like actually on my side, I felt like. Like he was like I don't even remember his name. I think his name was Scott. He's he's a man. Anyways, he Scott, like Scott. he like was like, Well then don't you're not ready. Like he wouldn't even bother like running tests. He's like I'd come out and say like I don't like feel right. He'd ask me how I feel today. I'd have to do it every day. And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Something's wrong. Like, I don't feel right. What comes to mind when you picture the perfect roommate? One who comes when you call, one who doesn't forget to lock the doors, maybe one who doesn't steal your milk just a little bit at a time, hoping that you won't notice. At Apartments.com, they understand that when it comes to roommates, a pet can be your best bet. They're easygoing, they eat what you serve them, and they never clog the toilet. And that's why Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly rental listings on the internet. And with instant alerts, you'll know the moment that your perfect pet-friendly place becomes available. Apartments.com has so many features like 3D virtual tours, the ability to save your favorite apartments, and with over a million places to rent, you are absolutely going to find the right place for you. Apartments.com knows that moving can be stressful, but by giving you options, filtered searches, and more, they can help take away some of that stress. When I need a new apartment, I will definitely need a pet-friendly choice. So if you guys need a place that's pet-friendly and human-tolerant, check out Apartments.com, the place to find your pet-friendly place. Thanks, Apartments.com, for sponsoring the podcast. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Anyways, like, I don't know how long went by, like three weeks, maybe a month. And then uh, it was, like, so bad. Like, I just remember, like, people fucking, like, really pressuring me to, like, come back. If I could go back in time, I would have just literally quit the team right there and just, like, stayed away from everyone. Like, th- like that would have been the smart thing to do, but, you you know. That's, I think that's an interesting take is, like, in your case, you were you're very good and you you felt pressure on yourself to want to go back and your teammates and coach I'm sure were like I, I hope he gets I, back I and don't really want to say the coaches like, okay they well the teammates they didn't do that but I'm just me. saying like let's say you have a dad and it wasn't like, all teammates just like a few kids okay. and honestly like I don't hold any grudges against them because like they were just dumb fucking high school oh, yeah, kids anyway it so, could happen yeah. like a lot you know yeah. you get an injury and you have like a dad who like undermines right. the injury and is like I want you to keep right. playing soon um but yeah, so like, yeah, I just felt like I didn't feel right. But after like a certain amount of time, uh, I was like, kind of like getting mad at myself because I was like, God, like, what is wrong? Like, why am I being a pussy? Because I was, I'd like to say I was pretty tough. Um, and uh, like, I remember like my dad was just like, I think you just need to like get back and like get playing. Because I think a lot, maybe he was thinking like that I was just overthinking it, like I do. 
And uh, once I got going, I'd be okay. So anyways, like, I had to go through all these tests or whatever, you know, just normal concussion protocol. But I remember, like, this is not right. Like, when I'd, I'd, like, ride the bike or run, like, it didn't feel right. Anyways, I came back too soon, fucking played the rest of the year. And, like, I remember, like, I'd get, like, hit and I'd get very, like, rattled easily. Like, like, like I would get dizzy or – but I'd normally bounce back relatively quick. Um, but my head hurt and I always have headaches. Um, and then, so I graduate high school, uh, and we're out, you know, doing the things we normally would do, like wakeboarding. Ben and I were like really good at wakeboarding. I don't want to say really good, but we were like pretty good. Like we'd do doing flips. Tricks. We would get big air. Like we were, we were, we were good. Um, anyways, I was trying like a new trick and, uh, I don't know. I just crashed. And when you crash wakeboarding, it, it, although it is in water, you're going like 21.3 was the speed that we always went at 21, 21.3 miles an hour. And if you're like fucking 10 feet in the air going that fast and you land and your board catches its edge, it slams you so hard that the water's like, like fucking cement It's why no one wakeboards anymore, but fucking did that hit my head. And like, I was just not right back of your head came yeah. down. Oh, Boom. That, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, same place you got your other one. Yeah, it yeah. was like the same spot. Yeah. So then I was like, God. Uh, so I, I so just you thought knew, I had when, an, you, when that happened, you knew it was bad news. Um, no. I just thought I had another concussion, and I had been through so many. And also at the time, I was thinking to myself, like, that wasn't as hard as the hit. Like, the way that I thought of concussions was, like, the harder you got hit, the uh, probably the worse the concussion would be. But that's not true at all. You could get fucking, you know, something light. And still have one that's worse than the other. You know, they're all different. So, but for people that don't know exactly what a concussion, uh, like how to cause a concussion, to my understanding, it's basically... It's your brain any, rattling the, in your skull. Right. So do you think that there's like certain things that keep your brain from moving that? And then it the just more depends. you got hit, it was just like, it was looser in there? Or, no, or no. How, how, uh, how, how I does think that work? The thing is like, the more you have, I think the easier it is to get them. And, like, especially in my case, I never fully recovered from the one that was really bad right. due to coming back so early. Um, and who knows if I ever would have recovered from that. But but I uh, I never fully recovered, so I was just, like, weak. And I was already, like, injured. And then I fucking did something that injured it worse. It was something that was already bad, and I hit it again and made it really bad. Yeah. Um. So that, I thought, I didn't think anything of it, though, at the time. I was like, oh, fuck, like, oh you know, wait, take it easy for like a week or two. At the time I was like, I don't have any like sports or anything I need to do. I just don't go wakeboarding or dirt biking, shit like that. Crazy for a little bit, but it just never fucking went away. And it was like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, two months, three months. Now college is coming up. I got to go and go to my dorm. But I feel like shit. Like I felt terrible. Uh, I should mention that the I I had like nausea and I felt like I was moving all the time, and uh, I had like after like I had really bad like anxiety and like I was very depressed. But the depressed the depression I think came more so on it got worse the longer it went by, because like at first I just you know you had hope, but like it kind of seemed like I was like losing hope the longer it went and the sadder I would get. And I couldn't do anything. Like, I I couldn't work out because I'd get super nauseous to the point where, like, I would literally have to just lay on the floor and, like, look at the ceiling. 
and like you just constantly it's like being on a boat kind of what it felt like and like i just, and like my eyes go like this it felt like so when i close i'd still feel like that i'm like try, i'm trying to like do anything for um like treatment at the time no i mean i didn't really know there was anything to do about it um so like i just wasn't drinking i wasn't like working out cuz back then they thought like working out was really bad if you had a concussion like you weren't supposed to have blood flow which i nowadays personally feel the opposite towards we we can get into that later i'm sorry this is so all over but i'm just no, trying no, no, to like no no it's good i'm it's trying good. to like uh gather my thoughts i guess um it was a big part and it was a long part of your life so to like sum uh, up all of those events yeah i like really done a good job of like fucking erasing it from my memory because it was such a terrible time but anyways so i go to college i couldn't do anything at college because i felt like shit felt like i was moving felt like i was gonna throw up all the time and i just couldn't do anything i couldn't watch tv because that would make it worse i couldn't go on my phone because that would make it worse so like i would do pretty much nothing i'd maybe like talk with friends when they weren't doing anything like i'd try to like hang with them and talk um but and then on top of that we were, like, trying this weird thing with my diet where, like, I wouldn't eat gluten because they were thinking, like, well, maybe, like, you have a gluten allergy, so, like, that might help. Or, like, and then you raise sugar and, like, milk. So I couldn't even eat good food at the time, and that's probably, like, one of, like, the biggest moments in my, like, one of my favorite things to do is fucking eat. Yeah. I just love eating. Basically, I just go through the whole college year feeling like shit, sleeping in this little shitty-ass dorm, not able to do anything. And, like, I didn't make any new friends because I couldn't do anything. I obviously had Ryan, which was great. But this but goes... I was busy with... You were busy. Ryan was very popular in, in college. Isn't that funny how things work? I was the fucking, like, star in high school, college. Fucking shit. There's always price price to pay, man. There's positives and negatives. It was my time to get a negative. You fucking maybe had not a great high school, but then college was great. You know, it was always a... It's just it's a balance, balance. Yeah. every with everything. Like, Ryan was great, dude. Thank God we had, I had Ryan because, like, I would hang out with him go as eat. much as we could. We'd go eat. Same with Justin. Uh, Justin was great. And there was, like, a few other guys that were really uh, nice. But, like, I mean, we didn't do anything much other than just maybe a chill. But, yeah, I was just super, super depressed, super sad. Um, couldn't do anything. I was basically, like, I mean, I just couldn't do anything. Like, I was disabled, literally. Because if I tried to do anything, I would fucking get, like, really disabled. Like, it would, shake, it would like, stir me up so much that I'd have to, like, literally fucking lay on my floor for, like, two days to, like, get it to settle down. Could you so, like, sleep? Not really. Because if I would sleep, it was, like, I'd, like, lay on my side and, like, fucking it just feel like you're falling. And then, like, if you, like, so, like, you try not to, like, move too much because once you, like, somewhat got settled, it would be a little easier. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was terrible, man. Uh, so, like, during that time, though, I was so sad. And I, I was planning on going to school to become a chiropractor. But it felt like, to me at the time, um, every time I got an adjustment, like, if it would, like, make me feel worse. Which, like, they kind of later realized, like, since I felt like I was moving so much, this is probably too technical, um, but, like, my muscles in my neck were super stiff to try to, like, stabilize my head because my brain was, like, telling me that it was moving. Your head and was moving. It, it was, like, so super stiff. 
And when you'd get an adjustment, they would like basically loosen that up, which because normally you wouldn't want that. Um, and it would make me feel worse. So I'd want to, I wanted to be a chiropractor. I was going to school to be a chiropractor. Um, and I was like, well, how am I going to be a chiropractor if I literally can't even get an adjustment? And that's when I was like, fuck, like I, I was kind of thinking like, I think I might be like this. I'm going to try, but like, this might be how it's going to be forever. And like, that's when you really start to like, you know, getting a low. Yeah. And, uh, when you lose hope, that's. That's, like, the worst. And that's when I was, like, there's not really any point in me going to school. Because, like, I don't know. I At that point in my life, I kind of thought, like, I'll just be kind of, like, a a person that just tries to get by, maybe. You know? Like, I just work at... Like, I remember I was going to just like, get, a, like, a job at, like, this shoe place in the mall. Because, um, like, I couldn't really do anything. Uh, so, that's, like... I dropped out of college and I was going to do that. But I remember being so nervous about get, uh, working there because I'd have to bend down to like pick up the shoes. And like when I'd like bend down like and like moving my head, I'd get super dizzy. But I remember I had to get a job. So I was like, fuck, like, I guess I'll just suck it up. I don't know. I was kind of just thinking I was just, just grind it out for as long as I could. Um, but I ended up getting a job at this gym, uh, which was great. Do you remember? Back then, feeling like you couldn't talk about it? Yeah, I really couldn't because no one understood. No one understood. But then uh, I actually found a, a neurological doctor. Uh, her name is Ayla Smith, Dr. Ayla Smith. She's a place in Fargo now. I'm, I'm going to backtrack, actually. So I'm in college, and I fucking feel like shit. I can't do anything. I'm very depressed. I'm very sad. Um, I... Kind of come to the realization I'm not going to be able to be a chiropractor. So I stopped going to school. I'm also thinking at the time, like, um, uh, I'm also thinking at the time that, like, realistically, like, I'm probably not going to, like, just keep living this way forever because, like, I was just miserable and there's not really any point. Um, so, like, I'm not going to waste time and money at college. Uh, during that time, then, my dad, like, found this neurochiropractor. Uh, she's, like, more, I'd say, like, is like a neurologist. And they had this thing called functional neurology, which is, like, a program for people like me that had, like, really bad brain trauma. And they would, like, uh, like retrain your eyes. And uh, you'd do, like, all these, like, exercises and stuff where you'd... Uh, just fucking, like, do therapy to try and, like, get you back to uh, doing things. And, uh... Deep breath. Yeah, bro, you're good. It's just... It's, it's really hard to talk about because, uh... Like I was saying earlier, I just have really, like, Token this part out of like my memory. <laughs> yeah. It's just a really hard time. Um just one second here. Wanna cut? Oh okay. Just one second here. Dude, I'm such a crier. Um so anyways, like I I fucking do these 
uh, therapy protocol things, exercises to like try and retrain my eyes and brain and listen to this lady. Like I'm fucking doing them like my life depended on it, which kind of did to try and like get myself to be able to like go back into society and like do things. I just want to be able to do things like just a few things, you know, like I really wanted to work out cause I loved working out, but I couldn't work out cause every time I'd work out, it'd make me worse. Um, feel worse. Uh, so anyways, like I followed like her instructions, did that for like a couple months or so. And I started like getting a little better and it was like so nice for me cause it gave me like some hope. Um, and she was like, I want you to like to try and start like exercising again, but we have to like do it slow. So like I would ride this stationary bike and like, I remember like I'd start out, like I literally could only ride on it for like fucking one minute because then it would like make me worse. Um, so like I would ride on it for a minute and then I'd have to take like a couple days off. And then like, I basically just slowly built it back up. And then pretty soon I was able to like ride on it for 25 minutes after a really long time of slowly building your blocks up, you know, to get better. Um, it's like anything recovering from, you know, any kind of injury. Uh, and, uh, yeah, then I was able to start lifting again. And at that time I had just started working at a gym. It was in Fargo courts plus like that place was great. Like everyone who worked there was so nice to me. The employees were awesome. One of my best friends, Logan, cassette he worked with me there um and uh yeah I know just kind of like I started getting better and like able to do stuff again I still didn't feel great but uh I was right around the time like at that time in life I uh had it was kind of nice for me because I think it really added uh a lot of like just clarity I guess as to like what's important in life um so like I was just doing the things that I really wanted to do and, like, cutting out any, like, the shit that I didn't care for. Um, so I, I really wanted to be a YouTuber because I would always watch YouTube uh, growing up. And I just thought it was crazy that, like, people were just doing whatever they wanted to do and getting paid for it. Um, and it seemed like they were getting paid, like, pretty well. I didn't really even care much about that. I think I just liked the idea of, like, making a video and, like, having it. And uh, I just thought it would be cool. So, uh, being at that time, like I was just doing the things, like I didn't care. I was basically living like very in the present. And I was just like, fuck it. Like I'll just spend all my money and buy this camera and just start trying to do it. Um, so I did that, got the camera obviously. And fucking Mike had just, Mike would always make like little edits. Uh, so like he had just made an edit and I remember he posted on Facebook and I was like, yo, like, I was thinking about making a YouTube channel. Would you want to post that on there? And then, like, we can both own it together. It'll just be our YouTube channel. We'll just post videos on there. And he was like, yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I'll come up with a name and make it and whatnot, and then you can upload on it. So, like, the very first video was technically, like, a Facebook, like, summer recap mm-hmm. that you made. Yeah, and it, we put it on uh, our YouTube channel. Um, and then... Uh, Obviously, then I started trying to figure out how to use the camera and just practicing with it. I'd, like, bring it around whenever we were hanging out and doing anything. I'd just film it, and uh, I got familiar with it and kind of learned how to use it. Then I'd go go home, and I'd, like, dink with the footage and, like, learn how to chop it up and stuff. Shout out to my friend Jason Gilbreth. He, like, taught me the basics on, like, 
this is how you cut, this is how you drag in. But like the rest I did. But yeah, shout out to Jason. Um so like I would I was just working like a part time job basically and I'd go home, you guys were all in school and I would like mess with the footage and learn how to like edit basically. I taught myself how to edit. Um it was really tough at the time because I couldn't stare at a computer really long because it would make me like if after a certain amount of time I'd get really dizzy. It kind of like fucked me up, so it made editing really hard. I had to like edit for like an hour, and I'd have to take like an hour break or two. I'd maybe get like another hour in. Um, yeah, so I learned how to edit. Basically, that's like the start of Sea Boys TV. Um, Was that the first thing that you could do without having to physically do something? You almost used us I, as like the outlet. Yeah, like, like it was like a way that I got integrated back into like the activities you guys were doing because you guys. Uh, I was still, like, I was just kind of reintegrating back into, like, activities back in my life, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the idea was, like, the crazier stuff I'll just film mm-hmm. and, like, kind of be a part of it. It was nice because, like, the thing that, like, YouTube and, like, the idea of, like, trying to make this work, it gave me such, like, a, it, like, really saved me in the fact that, like, it gave me something to do and something, like, I was excited about. You know, like, I, like, really wanted to do it. Because at the time, I didn't have much I could look forward to to even, you know. It gave me, like, a purpose, I should say. I think that's, like, the biggest thing is just having, like, a purpose. A reason to, like, you know, get up and, like, try to do something or whatever. And uh, so, like, that was what YouTube was for to me. Um, and then, obviously, we just slowly started kind of blowing up. And uh, I think it was, like, three videos. So, technically... It was me and Micah. It was, like, our channel initially out the gate. But then after, like, the video started, like, blowing up, and it was, like, very apparent that obviously this is a group thing because it's, like, you know, everyone's involved, uh, that it would be our channel. And that's when, like, obviously Ken, we had just started making money, so Ken made the LLC with all of our names on it. And, uh, yeah. Do you, so back to, like, the concussion um, side of it, where would you say you are now? I'm I'm much better than where I was. Like I'm like way better, uh, obviously. But ob- like the reason why I oftentimes don't go like on these crazy dirt biking trips and stuff is because it is easier for me to get like rattled, like and get uh, like a concussion again. And I just don't really. It's not enjoyable for me if it's something that obviously it's like high risk. I'd rather. I don't think it's like any point yeah like, i'd rather not risk it not worth it what's the point of jeopardizing like your livelihood yeah like, not even just like an injury yeah a couple steps it's not, step it's not like, as enjoyable for me either no. when i'm going because i'm like fuck, so like, cautious. trying to be careful yeah, yeah but I was gonna ask, do you live your life in in fear that you know like the smallest thing could put you back into that state i i would i mean i wouldn't say that but uh i just i'm just cautious i guess and like the real reason is like also, if I went, like, since I wouldn't be doing, like, the fucking, let's say, like, crazier things, I would end up just filming it, and it's like, if I'm not really contributing, then I'll just stay back, and I can, right. do, I can do more here. That's why, I, like, I don't go to, like, the crazy snowmobile trips and stuff like that either. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that makes sense. But, yeah, it is easier for me to get a concussion than, I mean, obviously, other people. I remember one time we we just filmed the like demo derby. Right. 
and we were roll, we were like driving around the field. And our right. field is like a bumpy mess, and you had hopped in the car, and like we're all as we realized the like seriousness of like concussions in general, but and yours, also my situation. Yeah. yeah, we were like, okay, we got to be conscientious of like you know, like I wouldn't. Yeah, get you guys in a are car very careful you and yeah. like go bomb through yeah. a ditch unexpectedly right. because I'm like, okay, if, if you're gonna like. You know, there, there's risk. Right. There's risk with everybody, but like you say, your risk is higher. But I remember one time, uh, I we were driving in the car, and I was literally driving you over to go film something, right. and we hit this clump of dirt. That if we've like been going twenty, stop. yeah, if we've been going twenty miles an hour, we probably skipped right over it. But we were going slow, and literally, just boom! And I remember, dude, like I was I think, sitting weird, and yeah. I remember my head hit the windshield, um, and yeah, then obviously. Yeah, and I remember like it shook me up. Yeah, it shook you up, and like you I remember my bad. blood ran cold, yeah. and I yeah. like didn't know what to do. Right, that stuff happens all the time with me. Like, um, like I mean, fucking, I fell on like the pit bike. Even if I don't hit my head, like, yeah, it'll like sometimes it kind of stir me up for like a day or two, and I don't know what it is. I really don't. I've like tried talking with my the lady that like basically fixed me about it, and she doesn't really know either. She just says, you know. I don't know if it's, like, fucking PTSD or what the fuck it is, but it, like, can, like, make me feel out of it for a little bit. Like, when I crashed a smart car into the log, even though I didn't hit my head, it was still, like, such a joke that, like, it, like, fucked me up for, like, I don't know, like, a week. I wasn't, like, fucked up, like, how I was, though. Like, it's just, like, I just feel a little out of it, but I, I go and, like, work out, and, uh, like, I just have, like, a routine. If, like, if that happened, say I was walk like, I fucking... One time I was walking and I slipped on the ice. I landed on my back, didn't hit my head, but it still like gives me the the um I don't know like I, I get dizzy the or whatever feeling. that that feeling. Um, I just it's happened so many times. I'm really good at like fixing it now. Like I just I, I have like a routine where I'll go and like work out and like I find that like running and like getting blood flow and oxygen that like really helps me. And then just getting back into, like, doing things but not, like, pushing it too far. Um, but, yeah, nowadays it's completely – it's not even close to, like – that was, like, one situation that, like, really fucked me up. For people that ha- are listening that have really bad concussion symptoms, like, what do you think helped you the most? So what I had was post-concussion uh, syndrome. So that's something where, like, after, I think, like, two weeks or a month, you have, like, lasting – uh, effects. Yeah. Uh, are you asking about that or are you asking about someone who just got a concussion? Like, what do you think helped you the most? Helped you recover the most? I mean, if it was somebody who just got a concussion in a football game, I would tell them just to like, you know, take it easy or do whatever you're supposed to do. But if you're like someone like me, who's had lasting effects for, for a month now, I would say that you need to, uh, slowly integrate yourself back into doing the things you were doing that aren't going to risk you hitting your head again. So like working out, for instance, like working out is literally the biggest thing for me. Um, but like that's super good for you because it brings oxygen in your blood to your brain. Um, that's really good. It just helps me, I guess. I don't know. That's what helps me working out and uh, and and doing like my exercises where I'd follow like the dots, I guess. Re- Training your brain yeah. or your eyes. Basically, you just got to slowly integrate yourself back into society and do things that aren't harmful. <laughs> There's, like, so much fucking uh, 
like substance to this. Like there's so many things I need to like, uh, that is like involved in this that it's hard for me to explain it on a podcast without it being 10 hours long. I'm like not trying to like go too in depth to bore people, but also like cover things that are important. So sorry. If Bro, this we can is, this all over. I, I think it's a very crucial story that like needs to be told and, and yeah. concussions aren't to be fucked with. No, obviously you're a perfect example of that, but right. it's like, you know, people on the internet, they just see like the, the bright side of, of everything we do. And like, um, is is knowing like the extreme lows mm-hmm. of like the brick by brick step by step to like get out of that and it is like i'm sure if you reflect back on it or like could go back like you you might think like you're never going to recover right yeah and plenty of people probably feel that way about you know so many different situations in their life if it's not a concussion it might be uh, loss know, of a loss loved one, of a or, loved one or, or your parents' divorce or something like, yeah. you know, so many things that, that could affect, you know, kids at different ages, like in an extreme, extreme yeah. way. But it's like finding that thing, like you finding find a your purpose, passion and, and purpose. You for need like, to just get back, get back to integrating into life, man. You got to get back to living. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's a crazy story. And obviously and honestly, it's like, like, I didn't even know like the full effect of it really until, you know, we started talking about it, but as you said, like you just you locked out that period of your life. It's terrible. I don't like thinking about it at all. Which is tough. Like, so I'll say we or me as a person, I didn't know you very well at that point yet. Mm-hmm. You know, we were at even like early on, this is right before we were starting the YouTube channel, we were all hanging out, but at that point, you were just, you know, another buddy that came to hang around. And so like I felt now hearing all this, like feel really bad not understanding that better just because because let's say i should say fast forward a little bit we had started the youtube channel we were like let's make videos let's do this it was after we got a little bit of traction and uh you had taken like three months off and i'm over here like what what the fuck why what is he doing i thought he wanted to do this youtube thing and i should have been asking i knew it was from your concussion is why Mm -hmm. you had to step back for a little while but Instead of asking, yeah, like what what the problem is, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I was just kind of upset. Right. So anyway, just yeah. you know, reaching out and and I think the hardest part when we would be like, well, how do you feel? And you're like, like shit, you couldn't really explain yeah. it. It's hard, yeah. you know. You could be like, I'm, I'm dizzy, I don't know what to tell right. you. And we'd be like, what? Why? Also, like I I don't really like uh, bringing like bad energy. Um, you know, like when you like talk about uh, something not positive i just don't really like bringing that to the room yeah which ended up creating like a lack of communication right i was like and also i just don't think you guys understood which no one really yeah, understood i didn't like my parents I didn't really didn't. like no. No, you know very true very few people which made it very hard to like talk to people about and just lonely honestly yeah during yeah those like college years did you kind of use youtube as like an escape Almost like of yeah. reality, the the limited time. Like I remember you had the cracked iPad, but like <laughs> fucking, you were like, dude, this TJ Hunt guy, he's yeah. he's making filming with cars. Like look at the WRX he had because you right. had a WRX. Right. And like yeah, like you just, were on DJ Hunt way before anyone yeah. else. Yeah, I mean, what, among many, uh, Danny Duncan too. So what did make you want to become a YouTuber? Um, like I mean, where did that stem from? Because I, you I, wanted it before that was even a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just 
I thought it was really cool. I thought that they got to just do whatever they want, which obviously I've learned that it's not really like that. It's not quite that um, simple. But but you also made a lot of money, and I I wasn't necessarily like infatuated with like oh, I need to make a bunch of money. I didn't necessarily care like about being super rich. I just liked uh like cars, and I wanted like I I had a pretty simple taste. Like I never expected to like own a GTR or like anything like that until like later years. But like I just had like a I had a WRX and I fucking loved that car and I wanted to put parts on it and like make it cooler. But like at the time, obviously buying a fucking set of replica wheels that were $800 was like unachievable. You know, I had fucking no money and I was just making fucking 10 bucks an hour working the little bit I did. And, uh, yeah. So I think that's why I thought it was cool that these guys were making initially why I bought the camera actually was before making a car channel. Because I thought I would see TJ Hunt and Evan Shanks. They'd make the YouTube videos, and they'd obviously make money off of it. Then they'd buy more car parts with it. And then they would film putting the car parts on their car and then make more money. So I was like, that's a great system. system." And I also thought it was cool. Like, I like talking cars. I I was super into, like, tuner cars. I still am, but I feel like I've just maybe moved on to other things. I have other things in your plate. But, but yeah, I, I fucking loved Subarus and... Like WRX STIs and uh, and Evos. So speaking of Subarus, remember that time that you went to Las Vegas, Nevada to buy that orange <laughs> dude? That thing was so sick on ah, Instagram. Man. But I think the guy who got it, or the guy that sold it to the guy that got it, fucked it up. So it was like this show car. We'll put up on the screen STI on bag. Like, everything was done to it. Um, and someone fucked it up in the process, and then they were trying to sell it, but the seller didn't, like, disclose that it was fucked up. Like, he was just like, yeah, it's perfect. Like, perfect condition. Like, I, I mean, I didn't really ask that many questions because I was just looking at it like, no one's going to fucking ruin a car like this, you know? Yeah. Um. So I was like, I've seen it all over. Obviously, it's it's perfect. Got there, thing was a pile of shit. I mean, that's basically it. And then we, I took the YouTube video down because, like, I felt like I didn't do a good job of, uh, like, showing it. But that video was blowing it up. Was blowing it was blowing up for the yeah. time, which yeah. was kind of crazy looking back that we took it down because it was getting tons of views. But we're like, this is not the right, not the way we want to get our views or portray our channel. Yeah, I felt like it made it felt like it made us look bad because I didn't do a good job of telling the story of what happened. I think I had G-Rag holding the fucking camera. Like, I should have brought one of you guys, but... Well, you were... T- you were that was like early, I was going to yeah. surprise you guys. Early yeah. C-Boys days, and CJ flew out to Vegas with G-Rag and his dad to buy this car and then surprise us with it. Yeah. It was before we were, like, surprising each other with, uh, like, yeah. different things. Because I had, I had totaled my blue Subaru WRX hitting two deer. Totally. Oh, yeah. So that's, right. that's why, that's why yeah. I was getting that. But then I ended up getting the Evo. To this day, that's the only YouTube video we've taken down. And I'd say... It's not even really a bad reason. Yeah. I mean, it just, I watch it now. And if I did watch it, I would be like, Ugh, like yeah, that's yeah. cringe. I don't know. So uh, throughout the years, you know, we've been doing this for a while now. What, in your opinion, what would you say like our biggest hurdle has been? Um, all or, like, of us, held us, back all of us getting on like the same page and moving together as one. I think like it was so tough at the beginning because. Um, I mean, you guys weren't like super 
into YouTube like me. Like, I was fucking just obsessed with it. And, yeah. like, I felt like I was trying to learn and stuff. And you guys, I don't know if you guys quite understood what it could be. Like, something that was really nice about, uh, you know, my really bad concussion and, like, kind of being a hermit and doing nothing was it gave me a lot of time to sit by myself and, like, think, you know? Because I, I didn't have anything else to really do, so I'd think a lot. And uh, I would, like, Google stuff. And I don't know. I just, I in a way was, like, just learning. Like, I'd, I would sit on the computer and, like, I'd Google stuff. I would fucking, like, watch YouTube. I, would, I don't know. I just learned about a lot of stuff. Like, that's why, that's how I knew about, like, Bitcoin and shit way before. Just because, like, I was just fucking. Yeah. Do you see anything ever coming and competing with YouTube? Not right now, no. Um, but, I mean, it'd be really hard, too, honestly. Like, I mean, Mr. Beast says it all the time, too, is, like, I mean, YouTube's right now is just obviously the GOAT, content king. But Getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's just a form of entertainment, you know? Um, yeah. It's like a way to give yourself a TV show. If you, like, that That was really the big thing, too. Like, yeah. I always wanted to be on TV. Like, I was super, uh, like, as a kid growing up, like, Rob Dyrdek was, like, my idol. And, like, Bam Margera, Viva La Bam, I used to watch that. Um, like, shit like that. And I just thought they were so cool. Who's your favorite now? Like who's my idol? Yeah, like who do you look up to? Not necessarily idol, but like who do you look at as like man? They're doing a really good job, and I respect them for this reason. Like, Uh, there's a lot of people that I look up to. I mean, Logan Paul, obviously, fucking Chase Hero. Um, fuck, dude, there's so many. Mr. Beast. I'm trying to think of people that aren't YouTubers. Obviously, Rob Deerdick. He's like a very big entrepreneur. Um, God, like I have a lot of people like heavy d it'll be cool to meet him yeah. um what do you what do you like about him heavy d yeah for like yeah yeah for joe rogan obviously um heavy d the reason why i like heavy d is because he's just a man dude like he gets down like you know he's just he's to the point like he's no bullshit you can just tell he's just a good guy and he's a hard worker and he gets shit done yeah he does and he's also smart like he's just fucking well-rounded dynamic yeah you know and same with joe rogan like Joe Rogan can talk to anybody. Like, you look at, like, his podcast, he'll have, like, uh, a Navy SEAL on. And then the next one, he has a person who escaped from North Korea, and he asks, like, the best questions. And I think he just learns. Like, they're just smart, you know? And, like, they're, like, the definition of a real man. Like, I think, like, he hunts. And not that hunting makes you a man, but, like, just does manly stuff. Takes care of his family. Very respectable. Yeah. Yeah, like, you just... They just do the right thing. I mean, we talk about this all the time, but you're so addicted to just constant stimulus. I know, dude. Like, like when you were talking about like trying to stay like this, like I'm such a sicko. Like I fucking love just like the 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 like I fucking love the views. I love it when like videos getting views. I love seeing the money keep coming in. I love like constant like change. Like I like like upgrades. I love that. Would you consider yourself? More of like a materialistic upgrade, like you like you like working towards buying that next thing. Like no one wants to be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm materialistic. Like I care about money, but do you like making money and like constantly growing and and becoming bigger and better so you can buy different things and grow your lifestyle, or are you like, no, 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 I I, I just want to make like better videos or have the videos receive more, or do you think they like go hand in hand? I think it goes hand in hand, honestly. Like, I I wouldn't want to make, like, shitty videos and then make 
more money off of them. I'd rather make good videos because you, 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 you could. Because yeah. we could. A lot of people do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just like uh, I like feeling like my life is getting better. I like making. I like just building. I guess that's probably the the best thing, the best way to put it. Building, growing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like modifying your car. Like it sucks when it's stock. So you fucking buy parts and put it on. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a great way to put it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a great way to put it. Nobody um, wants a stock life. I like being able to do what I want. I realized six years ago that money is power and money is freedom. Maybe not I shouldn't money is power, but more so that money is freedom. Yeah. Um, but money can also kind of like fucking lock you down. You know how they say like more money, more problems? Yeah. Mm. I don't think that's true. Really? I think I think Higher lifestyle, more problems. True. Because yeah. you can have a shitload of money in the bank. You got a million bucks sitting in the bank, but you're still living a pretty chill lifestyle. Yeah. Right? It's you're, just how you You're chilling. More right? S- but you got um, uh, you got $100,000 in the bank, but you got a million dollar house. You got a $100,000 car. You got all these payments. You got people. You got employees. Yeah. Uh, depending on you. That's like the, you're making more money, but you got more problems. You got more headaches. You so know it's like I- if your lifestyle doesn't grow with your income, mm-hmm. then... Yeah. Do you have 100%. more problems? I think it's more stuff, more problems. Like the more you buy, like you get a boat, you got to take the boat in, you got to take it out, you got to bring it to get service. You yeah. Do everything. The more yeah. stuff you have. And then it takes have, up your time, then you have yeah. less free time. Yeah, less mental space. I think Elon Musk was talking about Yeah, he about like got that. rid of all the shit. Yeah, he sold everything because mm-hmm. like it takes up too much of my time. And then he's in space like six months later. Yeah, so, makes yeah that, that, is, that's that is true. Uh, like, yeah, the more stuff you have, the more you have to maintenance. And yeah. Lord knows we don't like maintenancing. There's something easy about, like, you look at, like, the start. Like, we didn't have any money or anything, but it was just fun. Like, I was mm-hmm. I was just happy to be, like, doing something, I guess. I think just doing what you love is probably the biggest part. Like, if I have to, like, do things for the videos that I don't want to do, then it would suck. What's your favorite, like, in all the roles that you have, what's your favorite role? What state Actually, state your roles. Like, what do you do in the company and then, and then um, answer it? I'd say, like, I come up with a lot of, content ideas uh structuring of like maybe what bits go into videos because obviously we have multiple different segments in a video so I like what flows in the best um obviously like the camera guy a lot of times and then i'd say also like almost director behind the camera mm-hmm. at times like just like hey like i missed you saying this like or like if you say this like this will be really funny you know yep um obviously editor and then like thumbnails, stuff like that. I guess title yeah, and title. Like I do like that. a lot of the up, a lot mostly you like a lot of the YouTube back end stuff. I do. I guess maybe over like I I see I have input like everyone else into moves that we make as a company. Right. What's your favorite of my roles? Yeah. If you could only, I, I did. I guess my favorite thing about what we do. It doesn't matter what we're doing that day. This doesn't even answer your question, but. I love it when everyone's just having fun. Like, I love it when we're, like, we could literally be doing nothing, but when we're just all laughing and, like, it's just vibing, like, that's the best because that's when, like, the best content comes and also it's just the easiest and it's just fun. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think we all do. It is tough, you know, because it's, like, not every single thing we do is super easy to just get into that, like, flow state. I'd say, like, for me, um, filming a video is, like, kind of, it's, it it seems like it maybe is a little bit more work for me than like uh like some people in the group just because I'm like running around with the camera I'm trying to get like certain shots and I'm also trying to like be like hold on don't 
do this yet because I need to do this first. That way, that, you know, I don't know. I I agree too, and like I don't even I don't even do as much as you do, but yeah, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah, I believe you're a creator at heart. Yeah, like you love to create, like a piece of yeah. Content I'd agree with up. that. Like through and through, you love like coming up with a vision. Like even mm-hmm. say you know Micah comes up with the idea, but you're like, yes, this is how we can make that mm-hmm. execute it. Yeah, you know, how to execute it and how to make it the best because yeah. like. You could come up with a great idea. There's tons of people that have filmed way cooler things than us, but they have an iPhone like this, and nobody talks. Nobody explains right. what's going on, and it's not good, yeah. and that's what you're really I good at. I guess I'm good at like figuring out how to yeah put it into a video yeah, exactly. and make it work. Oftentimes, someone will come to me and be like, hey, this is a really good idea, and it is a good idea, but I'm like, that just wouldn't work for a YouTube video because yeah. I, I don't know how I'd film that. Like, How would I capture that, and how would I make it make sense? Exactly. You know? Um, so that's like something other people don't think about. But yeah, going back to your question, like, do I like like making money so i can buy like materialistic things i think i just like building like building my life yeah like building fucking like just growing you know creating i guess i think all of us do and that's why we all get along pretty yeah. well you yeah know, we it, do it's it's not always for the same reason you know like you you like building um you like making good videos but then you also Better videos, more views, more money. Uh, like you can buy a, but I, I mean, you can I, buy a nice house. Where Micah is like, I don't really give a fuck about like that. But he has a completely different agenda. But yeah. it all, it's all pretty much the yeah. same. Deep down, like we all do love to create. Yeah, yeah like exactly. when something is unfolding in front of us, basically in front of the camera, it's like we all have hard ons, you know. Yeah, not yeah, actually, but shit. yeah, it's just like yes, <laughs> Mike. Yes. Mike, I don't want to get into <laughs> yes. this again. I, know, I like, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> I like making people laugh. <laughs> Or, like, making people happy. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm just, like, very lucky, I'd say, that, uh, I mean, all of us are, that people like watching our videos. Like, super grateful for that, because there's so many people out there making videos that aren't getting any views. Grateful uh, for, like, the positive comments, too. Like, we read them, Uh and when we hear them, we're like, sweet, you like what we're doing. We like what we're doing, too. We're going to keep doing it. Just happy that I get to do this every day. And, uh, yeah. I bet, like, I worked for it, and that's yeah. my whole thing. I tell other people is like, you can do it too. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta do it, man. A lot of people sit around and talk about it. I th- often think back to like how many videos we've created, like three hundred videos. I don't even remember, probably ninety percent of them. But like putting in the work back then, just seemed like it just seemed like so mindless of like, oh, this is just like what we got to do. And um, now it's, now it's luckily paying off and it's really cool to see like all those old videos still pulling really, really good views Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, looking at like the creator studio and being like, holy shit, like a video two and a half years ago pulled like a hundred thousand views this week. And it's like, man, I'm glad that I put the work in back then. Yeah. Yeah, I think I just love achievement. I've been really stuck on that question you did a while ago. <laughs> I just love achievement. That's really what it is. I don't necessarily love, like, I fucking hate editing videos. I hate it. It's like the worst time of my week is sitting there and working on a video for 12 to 14 hours editing it. Yeah. But nothing feels better than when it's done, uploaded, people are watching it, liking it, and I go out to eat and get a beer. Like, I feel like I did good. That's what I like doing. Mm-hmm. I like achieving. And the cool thing is, with what we're doing, you get a lot more achievements, and they're a lot. They're all yeah. different, you know. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of achievements that we can uh, mm-hmm. reach towards versus 
at a, a job, mm-hmm. the same job, same yeah. day. Yeah. How good did it feel to hit a million subscribers? Oh, really good, dude. I mean, fuck, like, I like had, yeah, I don't know. It's like you, you want it so bad, but you don't know like if it's really gonna happen. You know. Would you yeah. say that was something that you worked for, like, since the beginning? Yeah. Was that your I mean, goal? It, I mean, obviously, it was, like, fucking 100 subscribers. It was just fucking getting views at first, obviously. And then, you right, know, right, you, right. your yeah. goals, the posts keep changing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that felt amazing, dude. I was so happy. So happy just because it was just, like, felt so official, you know? It felt like, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we were doing it no matter whether you got the subscribers or not, you're doing it. But, like, it just felt like it sealed the deal kind of, I guess. I don't know. It's it's a lot easier to tell people. Yeah. I guess, yeah. It yeah, makes me, it feels good. good. Like 1.2 million versus 864,000. Right. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, I like, like, maybe just being respected by people. I feel and like I definitely stamped it. Like, I don't know, just like earned me more respect in the community and like going places and, yeah. Yeah. I agree. You know? I agree completely. You know what's bullshit though? YouTube still hasn't sent us our one million plaque. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine that you're asking? You're like, yeah. How how many subscribers do you have? Oh, we're we're like one point three now. And then they're just like, oh, but do you have your plaque? You they're think like, people no. ask? <laughs> no, but if they did, <laughs> they yeah. Did. And you're like, no, and they're like, not, not that official. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But also, like, it's so weird because like when you're like, I remember when we got our hundred thousand plaque. I thought it was so fuck. I mean, it meant so much to me. But, like, the plaque really doesn't mean anything to me. It would be sick to get one on I this channel. I would like to have it, though. So yeah, I was just like, subscribe? No, I, I mean, <laughs> then in the too. grand scheme of things, it's but just a plaque. Like, exactly. It's yeah. a thing yeah. on the wall that we walk by and yeah. you even look at it. What really matters is just the people that are subscribing and uh, the content, I guess. I don't know. The video. Yeah. As wow. People like it. Yeah. Man. There you have it. CJ the a hell of an episode. Yeah. I'd Sorry think. if it was all over the place, dude. I don't know. It's just so much to talk about. I I felt like it was pretty linear. Yeah, like, I good. Started from I'm the beginning, and fucking here. Uh, I I felt like fucking. I was like searching through <laughs> so much shit. That's another trying thing. To figure I, out I what was to like, include. I was like kind of what you know, watching, listening to you tell the story, and I could tell that you're like thinking about not so, something completely. Different. You were like thinking about the rest of your story as you were telling your yeah, story. Yeah, I didn't want to. I would like jump ahead, but anyways, it's all sorry. good. Yeah, it's all good. That was fun, dude. That it was, was nice just sitting down and doing it. Yeah, but I've been dreading this podcast because I knew yeah. it was going to come. See, really I literally, I've been dreading it since we started making it because I knew I'd have to tell this story, and I just like didn't really want to tell it. Yeah, you did fantastic, honest. and I think uh, I think a lot of people can take a lot of good points out of. Yeah. The journey of your life and ours, but yeah. yours. Yeah. Whether, yeah. You, whether you Absolutely. are going through a hard time with a fucking concussion or if you broke your fucking leg and you're trying to get back to walking or something uh, set you back in life, you just got to you gotta work towards getting back to where you want to be. And, and yeah, just try not to get too down on yourself and uh, find a purpose, you know? Like something Heavy D once said. Here's another reason why I like Heavy D. He said that... Uh, you know, he was talking about all the people in the world that, like, depression is so, like, prominent right now, like, prevalent all over the place. Like, so many people are depressed. Well, he was talking, like, honestly, like, I think uh, if people just, like, I don't know exactly how he said it, but he said if, if people just did more, they wouldn't be, uh, they, I think less people would be depressed. And that's so true because if you have a purpose and a reason to get up and, and like, go, you 
fucking can do it. Like, I don't even have time to be depressed, dude. I fucking am worried about... I'm not worried, but I am worried, but I'm, I'm always thinking about what I got to do next. I'm always on to the next, you know, like I'm always just building. Yeah. If you don't have time to sit there and think yeah. about, think about your life, so your, your life or your issues, you know, you gotta yeah, sit there and dwell things. on them, you yeah. know? So yeah, I don't absolutely. Know. It's tough to convince people that, you know, right. And I mean, obviously I'm not a fucking therapist or a mental health expert, but I think that it would help. For, you know, I think working out is a big thing. That's why I love it so much. It is interesting, though, but because you, you've been in a position where you actually can say something. Yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah, you are right on that. But I don't know. Everyone's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really try to give advice unless people ask for it. So many people fucking always try to give me advice back in the day, like with YouTube. Fucking. You know, I just like, yeah, maybe. So, yeah, I don't, <laughs> if someone's like trying to do something, like, I don't go and tell them what to do mm-hmm. unless they ask me. Yeah. Yeah. Man, <laughs> oh, dude, this was probably one of my favorite episodes. I think we uncovered a lot. Mm-hmm. I found it interesting because, as you stated, like, you don't, you don't talk about that stage of your life ever. You know, none of us bring it up ever because it was such a low point. So it was, um, you know, it gave us some clarity, and it gave the listener a lot of yeah. a lot of clarity yeah. too, as to like you know the things that built you mm-hmm. makes it a little more under uh, you a little bit more understandable. Yeah, well, I'm glad glad we got it off. I could keep going. I got so much shit. We'll hold it for another podcast. Yeah. For those of you that are still watching, we appreciate you. If you have not subscribed, subscribe. We're so close to 100k. Let's just get yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, we've been talking amongst the group like. Where we want to take this Where, podcast. Yeah, so, like, obviously, we can sit down and, and um, talk just amongst the group, but it's, like, how many times can you do that where it's, you know, telling new stories and, and like, kind of getting into different things? Um, obviously, we have, like, so many stories, but we want to continue to maybe bring on guests. So it's, like, looking yeah. at, it's looking at, like, well, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. How do we get guests but on the podcast without, we like, can Zoom? start doing that. We can. Mm-hmm. And, I think we should, yeah. Yeah, and also we're going to Florida for Cletus's Lay Mullets race uh, in November. I'm going to – well, we're, we're going to bring down all the podcast equipment, and obviously I bet you Haley will hop on for sure. Um, but maybe we'll be able to get, like, Cletus or yeah. some some of those guys. If we could get them on, that would be amazing. Obviously, they're really big guys, and I don't – I understand if they don't want to, but yeah. go spam their, their shit. Be like, yo, you guys need to hop on uh, who, who, on the Life Wide Open podcast or just say I, C-Boys TV's podcast. It'd be sick to get Haley Deegan, Whistling Diesel, oh, be Heavy D, Jeez. Westland Champlin. <laughs> right. I, I love bet you Westland. Yeah. That guy's the best. Yeah. Uh, go spam fucking all those guys. <laughs> say, go on C-Boys TV's podcast because then they'll start, like, noticing it in the comments if they keep seeing, like, prevalent ones. I'll be like, huh, what the f- Maybe I will then. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be cool meeting awesome. all those guys. Yeah, it will. We'll shout out, shout out Haley. Haley's yeah. the one that invited us yeah, to be our co driver. We haven't decided who's going to be the co driver. Oh, we got to figure that out. out. Race and figure we it out. Figure yeah. that out. So we're going to do a little race between all of us, and whoever wins gets to race the second the or the first leg with Haley, yeah. which that'll be fun. Yeah, and we're also going to SEMA. Yes, we're, right, yeah. we're all doing that. That's so that'll be, be fun. Yeah, Mark and Tim. There's a couple weeks. Beginning of November. Yeah. Mark was just telling us that we got a uh, VIP booth at some Steve some club. Dude, we well, got- hey, hold up. <laughs> Are you paying for it, Mark? Already not two weeks. 
Let's go. Amazing. Uh, on that note. Yeah, on that note. Ryan and I are going to a Vikings game. Woo. Hell yeah. See ya. Thanks, guys. Have fun watching the blues. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.